they are superheroes because they go in and save lives, but they also break and they need to be able to talk about these things. We have to end that stigma that they're all okay. A lot of them, they aren't. From Los Angeles, this is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast, hosted by award-winning journalist Scott Orr. Code 3 features interviews with leading members of the fire service, discussing firefighting strategy, tactics, and other topics you need to know more about. Now, here's Scott. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Code 3. This is the show for and about firefighters. Now let's get started. Last week, we talked with Captain Chris Moore from the Chesapeake, Virginia Fire Department about his battle with PTSD. This week, I'm bringing you the other half of the equation. That would be his wife, Lori. If you're a firefighter and you believe you have PTSD, please play this show for your significant other. Because try as they will, and they will try, no one fights PTSD alone. It affects all their relationships, especially the one between the firefighter and their spouse. Now, Lori's been married to Chris for 16 years, and they have a son who's 14. She saw the factors leading to Chris's trauma begin to build over the years. And so she has some insights as to what a spouse must endure and what they can expect while dealing with their partner's PTSD. And Lori Moore joins me now. Welcome to Code 3. Hi, Scott. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. So let's talk about Chris. I know that there was a time when Chris wasn't like this. When did you first notice the signs of PTSD starting to build in him? Well, I knew probably five or six years ago that something just wasn't right, but we did not know what it was. His mood had changed. There was a lot of bickering going on, withdrawal, and just, you know, overall, it's like there was an elephant in the room, but we just did not know what the problem was. And at times he was also very nitpicky with our son, him and they were arguing, you know, a lot and it was upsetting me. So it just, there was something that was going on. Did you discuss that or did you just let it sit? Most of the time just let it sit occasionally. You know, when we would get into a huge argument, I would say to him, you know, you need to go to counseling. And he's like, no, there's nothing wrong. And then, you know, just kind of let it go and then things would be better for a while and then it would start all over again. It was just constantly being on that hamster wheel. Did you know what the problem was? No, not until he went to get help. We, you know, once he finally was diagnosed, then, you know, you look back at things and then you, then you realize, oh, so that what was going on. Now, was there an incident that started this all off a while back or several years back with him? To me, where, what I see was when his father passed away, and that's been almost 15 years now, that that really started the web starting to weave of the problems because he was not here 
when his father passed away and he really held on to that guilt, although there was nothing he could have done. His father had some medical issues and he just, he passed away in his sleep, but he carried that guilt from not being here. And that just ate at him all the time. Why was he not there? He was in Louisiana. It was after Hurricane Rita, because it was first there was Hurricane Katrina and then Hurricane Rita had hit down in Cameron Parish in Louisiana, and him and other firefighters were down there for two weeks helping out the community down there. So the day that his father had passed away, he was going to be coming home that next day. But when I called him and told him what had happened, he was able to get a flight home that night. But, you know, he was away helping others. But, you know, he kept saying, I should have been here. But like I said, there was nothing he could have done had he been here. How did this change your relationship with him to see him changing like this? It put a very big wedge in our marriage. And we had at one point, there was possibility very close to separating and getting a divorce. But we worked through it. And there's been, you know, a few other times where arguments and just, you know, not sure... And, you know, we both were kind of doing our own thing. He told me that he didn't like to be too specific about bad experiences with you. Did you know why he was like that? Or did you know he was doing that? Or did you just assume things were all right at work? I kind of figured things were okay because, you know, he would just tell me, oh, it was busy. And I mean, occasionally different times he would tell me about calls, not not any of the, you know, nitty gritty, deep, dark things that were bothering him. But most of the time it was just, oh, it was busy. And I, and I never really pried a whole lot of, well, what was the call like? What happened? You know, I just was like, okay, it was busy and, you know, let things go. He said that he essentially had a sort of a Superman complex that when you become a firefighter, they might as well put an S on your chest. And at that point, you think that you're supposed to fix all your own problems. That is true. That stigma is there with all the firefighters. And, you know, I like I say, yes, they are superheroes because they go in and save lives and put fires out. But they also break and they need to be able to talk about these things. We have to end that stigma that they're all okay because a lot of them, they aren't. And that's, you know, that's all over. It's not just within the city that he works for. It's all over. But the problem is that there's been a stigma because they feel like it's the whole suck it up buttercup thing. You've got to fix yourself. They should be able to have their peers around them and help them when they're down or they're having problems. They should be able to break in front of the ones who understand it the best. Because they're the ones who are out there with them. They don't they don't necessarily have to explain why it's a problem. Yep. So did you know when we, we called it the final straw when I spoke with him? Did you know when that final straw happened? It was the final straw basically for me was right before he went and got help, before he finally reached out to a couple people within the fire department to get help because things were really getting bad in our relationship and at home of just 
I didn't want to be here. I, you know, would look forward to him if he could go work overtime or he could go work a conference. Um, I was at a, I was at a breaking point that I was ready to end our marriage. Let's take a short break from the interview so I can ask for your help. Don't worry, it won't cost you anything. You enjoy this show. I know you do because you're listening to it. So would you please do me a favor and tell someone about Code 3? Just tell one other person. Could be the probie in your house or the company officer. Whomever you think will get something out of the interviews I do. Or you can put it on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Whatever you like, just spread the word. I'd be grateful if you did. And thank you for supporting the show that supports firefighters. When the final straw happened, you told me that the chief secretary gave you guys a call and asked him if he would have lunch, and uh, he told the chief secretary he was too busy for that. How did you react to that? He texted me about that, and I'm like, you better call her back, and you better go to lunch. (laughs) I'm like, you don't tell the chief now. Did you know at that point that that was probably what they were going to discuss? I kind of figured that, you know, he wanted to talk to him to see what was really going on with Chris because he really noticed a change in him and knew that something was going on. So I was like, yeah, you need to go. (laughs) And and he did. and And I'm glad that he did because it really got the ball rolling for him to go get help. And, you know, it helped our relationship. Did anyone ever prepare you for this and say this could happen with your husband? No, no. When Chris first got on the fire department, they um, offered a class, basically just like, a you know, one night where, and it was firefighter spouses. And it was for anybody who was new to the fire department, you know, for their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, to just kind of let you know, hey, this is, these are the things that are going to happen. This is what, you know, this is what you're getting yourself into more or less of everything that can go wrong at home will go wrong when they're on duty. And, you know, you have to be the independent one and handle things yourself because they can't just leave the fire station to come home and take care of things. They talked about don't change your routine when you're home. Don't leave all the lights on in the house when they're not home. But when they are home, you know, you keep things kind of normal. Just And just to be prepared that if there's bad storms, you know, hurricanes, snowstorms, nor'easters, what have you, that most likely you will be home taking care of the family while your firefighter is at the station. And it was, I guess it was shortly after Chris had been on the department for a while, we had a hurricane come through here. And I was home for five days by myself because he was at the station. (laughs) And at that point, that might have seemed bad enough all by itself. I was like, okay, you know, I mean, luckily we didn't lose power at home, so I was good. (laughs) There's always this thing, and and I know that it's it's generally accepted that wives will say this. They'll say that they're very proud of their husband for their career. I'm wondering if at some point you thought to yourself, I'm not proud of him for this career at all. It's killing us. No, I've never thought that. I've always been super proud of him and this, you know, and what he has chosen to do. And 
I've seen him in action to some extent. And that's mainly like when our son was playing baseball, like if kids have gotten hurt, you know, he's the first one to go out there and try to help. And it's, he's a very caring, loving, giving person. And it suits him to want to help people and to help people get better. That, that is this was the perfect career for him. So do you feel like he's cured? I don't feel he's ever going to be cured, but he's a lot better. I don't think this is ever going to completely go away. But I think as time goes on and down the road, and especially after he can retire, I feel that it will subside some, but I don't think it's ever completely going to go away. I don't think PTSD ever goes away. How do you two deal with it at this point? I mean, is there other situations where he starts up and you have to say, hey, this is the PTSD? No, because our our communication has gotten a lot better since all of this has been going on. And especially since he is, you know, has gotten help and, you know, he'll tell me just like, hey, I'm having a bad day. So that I know, you know, when I come home from work, if he's acting like a butthead, (laughs) then I know why. And he doesn't always tell me about calls now. Occasionally he he may, like a couple days later, he might tell me about the call, but doesn't go into a lot, a lot of detail, but just, you know, enough so that I know, okay, this triggered things and, but he'll be okay. And he knows I'm here to support him. But like I said, the, the communication has gotten a lot better and and that really helps us and he had said that he didn't understand at first that the family was the first and best support system for him and that he could lean on you to help him out with that is telling you about runs where things go wrong is that part of leaning on you yeah yeah i, I feel it is i feel that you know he does you know, lean on me and just for that support. And, you know, it just makes the hamster wheel stop spinning. It's interesting. That's the second time you've used that phrase. I gather what you're telling me is that it just repeats over and over and over and over. It did. I mean, it did a lot in the beginning. And and you just, you're like, when is this ever going to stop? I mean, you know, I, there was times I felt like I just want to bang my head against the wall because I'm like, what is wrong? But, you know, now, like I said, things are a lot better between us and his moods are a lot better. And like I said, when I know he's having a bad day, so, you know, our hamster wheel is, has pretty much stopped. Are you asked to work with other wives or even husbands of female firefighters who have to deal with this as well? I would like to get involved in some aspect of that. It's nice to talk to other people that are going through, that have gone through and are going through the same thing because it just makes you feel a little bit better knowing that I'm not in this alone. And one of the things that I would like to do within the fire department that Chris works for is that I would like to restart that little class to let these new people coming in, let them know the the simple things, but to also talk about the mental health issue and just the things to look for so that they can 
stop it before it gets to the point of where Chris and I were. And I get that, but I've got to ask you, don't you think that would scare the hell out of somebody if you said to him, hey, your husband could turn out to be a real butthead if this if things go wrong and you'd be prepared for that? Yeah, I, I really I really think it could scare them, but it's a reality these days that people really have to face it and be aware of it because the keeping it in the closet and pushing it under the rug, it, it has to stop. There are too many suicides of first responders that didn't have to happen if they had gotten the help, if they knew that they had the family to lean on, it, it could have possibly stopped it. And I just really feel like they, they need to know. I mean, I, I would never go in there and be like doom and gloom, but <laughs> it would be a very gentle way of saying, hey, this can happen down the road because of the things that they see day in and day out. And it's just to make them just to be aware. So what is your best piece of relationship advice for the spouse of a firefighter who may have PTSD? Communication is the biggest, the biggest key to, you know, takeaway is to make sure you communicate. And if you see something going on that you really have to have that hard conversation with them and they may not like it at first, because like I said, talking to Chris before saying you should go to counseling, something's wrong. He's like, no, 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 no. But it's communication and and like I said, having that hard conversation if, if they start seeing things going on and, you know, suggest trying to get some help because there's a lot of help out there and, and it, it is a good thing. It's, it's not taboo anymore to, to be in counseling or go to therapy. All right, Lori Moore, thanks for talking with me on Code 3 today. Thank you. Lori wants wives and husbands of firefighters battling this trauma to understand it better and to know they are not alone and not responsible. It's also important to remember that PTSD is a result of an injury. Just like a broken arm or a broken leg, there's nothing to be ashamed of. If you're dealing with this kind of situation, I want to hear from you. Call my voicemail line and leave me a message that I can play on a future edition of Code 3. The number is 562-337-9902. You can decide if you want to leave your name. The number again, 562-337-9902. Or leave a comment on our website at code3podcast.com slash ptsdpartner. All one word. PTSD Partner. And there are links to more resources there as well. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more. Hope you'll join me. I'm Scott Orr, and until then, stay safe. To contact us, get more information on today's show, or to subscribe to the podcast, go to Code3Podcast.com.